Hey guys, welcome back to the Goddess Pod. Can you hear my smile through the microphone right now? Because I totally feel like you can. I have actually missed sitting down and recording so much. So I'm back. I feel like a kid explaining to my teacher like why I missed the homework assignment or something. I don't want to come up with excuses. I'm just going to be super honest. I've actually been doing a lot better the past couple of months. If you guys don't know what happened, you can go listen to my last couple of episodes. But in a nutshell, I just had a rough end of 2020, obviously beginning of 2021, just wasn't in the best headspace to be sitting down and talking about positivity and self-growth and confidence in the mindset that I was in. But I've been doing a lot better recently and I've actually sat down and tried to record a couple of episodes. It just did not feel as vibrant and I was getting a lot more frustrated with myself than usual. So I stopped holding myself accountable. And to be quite honest, I was lacking a lot of self-discipline when it came to this podcast. But now I have had a lot of clarity. And honestly, I just really do feel like a different person from when I began this podcast. So I'm very excited to take a lot of what I've learned in the past few months from a more stable and clear perspective and share it with you guys. I do think it's been a blessing in disguise. So thank you to all of you who have been standing by and waiting for the next episode to drop. I have seen all of your messages on Instagram and the goddess pod is very important to me and I hope you guys know that you are very important to me. So I just really appreciate you guys being understanding and I've gotten so many messages of love and encouragement and quotes and letters like someone sent me John Steinbeck's letter to his son the other day and it was about love, I guess. But you know, just little things like that really make me so grateful to have this platform. So I appreciate you guys so much. And again, I'm very happy to be back. All right. So today's episode is honestly very thought out in comparison to my last couple, which were just me venting. These are all thoughts that I have had over the past couple of months, like literally the practices and just the trains of thought that have led me through a journey of healing and getting to know myself better. So I wouldn't say it's heavy, but it's definitely pretty heartfelt. So before we jump into the deep end, we're going to start with our high, not so high and favorite of the week. So starting off with my high, I'm just going to set a scene for you guys really quickly. So a couple of days ago, I had a casting, a fitting, and just some general work to do in Raleigh, which if you guys are familiar with North Carolina, that's where all the big universities here are. So Duke University, you have Chapel Hill, you have NC State, and I'm sure there's like other small colleges and stuff there. I was going out there to do all of my work, and it pretty much became an all-day trip. So at the end of the day, I really wanted to treat myself, so I went to get boba. We don't have the best boba places in the small bubble of a town that I live in, so I took myself to a boba cafe, and I literally got myself everything that I wanted. I think I got two drinks and, like, two donuts and pastries for my family or whatever, and honestly, it was a really simple thing for me to do, right? I do stuff like that all the time when I'm at home. But for some reason, I just had this big moment of clarity. Like I was sitting in my car 
a boba drink in each hand. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, wow, I am really proud of myself right now because I've gotten to a place in my life where I am truly like able to feel happy by myself. And, you know, I lived by myself my last years of college, but I was in a very like codependent relationship and I had a lot of friends who I could always hit up or whatever. But honestly, guys, right now I live in my hometown. Okay. None of my friends live here. I'm newly single and I've just felt very lonely a lot of the time and I've been having FOMO which is a very new experience for me I have never felt that or at least I haven't felt that since high school or maybe even middle school and I don't know it's just been really tough for me lately I I really crave like human interaction I think a lot of us are in the same boat but for me it almost feels magnified because I really don't have anyone here right but I was sitting in the car with all my little snacks and I was just so content to be with myself. Like I truly am my best friend and I encourage everybody to focus on building a relationship like that with yourself because being alone and being lonely are two completely different things. I can be alone and be so happy and just knowing that I'm capable of that truly feels like a superpower you know I think that it says a lot about a person if they need to be surrounded by other people at all times having moments of self-reflection is so important to me and the whole boba date thing as simple as it was I just it made me feel really proud of myself all right moving into my not so highs of the week honestly my real not so high I will talk about later in this episode But for now, we're going to say that my not so high is me running out of my prescription contact lenses this week because I was not being very responsible since I'm an adult now and I have to, I guess, like handle subscriptions and appointments and all that stuff. But basically, my optometrist does not provide contact lenses unless you go and get a checkup first. So... His next available appointment is in like two weeks, and until then, I'm going to be switching between my nerdy glasses and my colored contacts, which I'm pretty sure have scratched my cornea already because my eye is bloodshot, but I really do like the colored contacts. I do get a lot of shade for it on Instagram and TikTok, which really sucks because I don't see other people being held to the same standard. It's always women of color being held to a double standard food for thought. But ultimately, I would really like to be able to see again and have my normal contacts. So that is my low of the week. So I've talked about this before, I think, on the podcast, but I'm not a huge movie slash TV watcher, but I do love a good aesthetic. So when I do watch something, it's usually a film with a really strong aesthetic and then I kind of base my personal aesthetic off of it for the next few months. So my favorite this week was The Florida Project and it's on Netflix. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about how it tackled the issue of poverty itself because it is a movie about a social issue, right? Poverty in 
Florida, like right next to Disney World. It's just like this juxtaposition of this family that's living in a motel week to week and then right next to Disney World where you have all of these people. It's the happiest place on earth, whatever. I thought personally that the movie was excellent. I died for the aesthetic. It was insanely good, but I can also understand yeah, poverty is not an aesthetic. You know, it's not. Also, the way that the mom was written, she's like a single mother. The way that she was written is also a little bit stereotypical and problematic too. I can definitely see the concerns, but at the same time, I cried like a baby when the movie was over. And to me, that's a success. Also, the child actress, the little girl in the movie, she was nominated for and won a ton of awards as she very rightfully should have because I forgot that she was acting. Like, you truly feel like you're experiencing poverty from a child's lens. A film has not sat with me like this in a long time. I think about it every single day. So if you watch it, shoot me a DM. I want to hear your thoughts. All right, welcome to Puzzling Peace. This episode of The Goddess Pod is very special to me because like I said earlier, over the past six months, I have experienced such a wide array of intense emotions. And now looking back on it, I can, I'm a very visual person. I can kind of consolidate like different emotions and like group them together and sort of come up with a strategy on how I think other people might be able to overcome really negative emotions and negative situations and find peace. So I named this episode Puzzling Peace kind of as a play on like puzzle pieces because I think there are three key pieces to the puzzle of finding your peace. Does that make sense? The pieces are as follows. There's only three and they are time, thoughts, and habits. So I think if you find these three pieces and really perfect them and make sure that they fit together, you might be able to really find your peace and overcome feelings of self-doubt and insecurity and just a lot of the anxieties that all of us experience on a daily basis. So this episode is about taking control of these three different puzzle pieces and fitting them together in your life and in your situation. Starting with puzzle piece number one, time. This is the broadest one. It's also the one that we have the least, actually we have no control over. But in a weird way, I also think it's the most uplifting part of finding your peace. When I when I think about time, or at least in this sense, I'm kind of speaking on it as a tool and an advantage a lot of the anxieties that we have are caused by a lack of understanding time, right? We're either living in the past and reflecting on a situation that has ended, that hurt us, or that we miss, or we're living in the future where there's a lot of anxiety about what's next. Am I going to be able to handle what's next? Am I going to be able to attain what I want next? So both of these forms of understanding time, which are living in the past and living in the future, are us working against an element that we literally have no control over. Does that make sense? 
So here's what I'm going to say about how you can control time and make sure that this puzzle piece fits into your piece, okay? Understand that time is an advantage. You've got to understand that something that's not working out for you right now could very well change with some time. Being patient and understanding that time has the ability to change absolutely everything. Your entire reality depends on time, okay? (laughs) Time can change any and every situation. Alright, so with all of that being said, here is a mindset that I think you can adopt to have control over it in some way and let you take the concept of time and use it to your advantage. Use this puzzle piece to build your piece, okay? Do with this information what you will because I'm about to seriously drop some heat (laughs) right now, okay? I want you to pretend that two years from now, you're going to have the exact reality that you dream for it and that you wish for, that you hope for, whatever. In two years from now, you're going to have your dream job, your dream partner, everything. It's actually going to be better than what you've envisioned for yourself. Let's just say that's a fact right around the corner in two years. Everything that you have ever wanted is going to be yours. Now tell me, If that was a fact and you knew that, would you have anxiety about everything the way that you do today? Would you? It's a real question. For the next two years until that day when all your dreams become your reality, would you be that stressed out? My answer is no. If I knew that all my dreams were going to be coming true in two years, I'm going to live the next two years being patient and being happy and being content with everything that I'm doing because I know that on that two-year mark, everything that I want is going to be mine. Operate like that. Operate like that on a daily basis. Don't think of your dreams and your future as an if. Think of it as an is. It is happening. It is yours. It is something that you need to take into account as fact, not hypothetical. Puzzle piece number two, thoughts. I personally think that this one is the most important puzzle piece to conquer. I'm not going to say it's the hardest to do, but I will say it's probably the most important because if you can be the judge of which thoughts are valid and which thoughts are invalid BS that was fed to you by other people to manifest as insecurity. If you can be the judge of that, you're invincible. For all intents and purposes, to me, that is what defines confidence. If someone can say something to you that is mean and ugly and meant to tear you down and make you feel less confident than you are and you can just dismiss that, and be like, no, I know I'm I'm this. Are you kidding? You're a superhero. If you've read the book How to Be a Badass by Jen Sincero, she has this entire chapter about how we are born into this world so confident and just naturally curious, able to spread love and joy, and honestly, just not insecure, right? Insecurity is a learned behavior. Insecurity is a product of of other people saying things to you, 
like they're an external stimuli or whatever saying things to you and then that internalizing and becoming negative thoughts. So if you think about it that way, your negative thoughts and your insecurities aren't your natural perceptions of yourself. Those are things that were fed to you by other people. Go listen to my episode, my Halloween special, where I talk about the fear demon because I think that is a very impactful way to conceptualize insecurity and negative thoughts. If you just completely remove yourself from it and think of it as this little demon that lives inside of you that screams negative stuff at you, if you could just shut up that demon, then guess what? You're you're clearing your thoughts, you're decluttering your thoughts because you're not associating that negativity with yourself. And that is like an internal confidence boost. But I do want to be completely honest with you guys. I know all of this information, right? Like I created this idea of the fear demon. I read the book, all of that stuff. And regardless, I have still honestly had one of the most insecure points in my life like a month ago. When I tell you I could barely look in the mirror because I just hated what I saw and that was a product of me not shutting up the fear demon for one and letting those automatic negative thoughts run and undisciplined, but mainly it was allowing what I thought other people perceived me as, I was allowing other people to be the focus of my thoughts. I've dealt with more rejection than usual over this past year so far. And this right here is maybe the best possible advice that I could give anyone. This might be the best advice I ever give on this podcast, so take notes. Every single day for the past 21 years, you have woken up with yourself, fallen asleep with yourself, nourished yourself, experienced the world through your lens. So tell me something. Why on earth are you going to let the girl you went on two dates with who decided she didn't like you anymore, the professor who gave you a C on a paper you worked really hard on, the girl who walked past you on the street and gave you an up and down because she probably didn't like your outfit or something, why are you letting their passing perceptions of you and literally the fact that they've been there for one millionth of your life, why is that carrying more weight than your own perception of yourself? You have lived every single day inside of your own mind. And you know yourself better than anybody else could possibly know you. Even if you've been married for 25 years, that person still doesn't know you as well as you know yourself. They don't. They don't know your every thought. They don't know every dark moment that you've shared with yourself. You have been on the floor of your bathroom crying by yourself. And guess what? Nobody will ever know about that except for you. You have experienced every single moment, every single part of yourself, you have been there for yourself. So why are you going to let these passing people and their perceptions matter more than your own? Why? Guess what? There's no answer to the question because you can't let their opinions matter more than your own. At the end of the day, you will live and die in this body and your perception of yourself Everything that you accomplish along the way, like your job, whatever you need to do to make society function the way that it functions, all of that is just stuff that happens. But the one thing that you have is you and your perception of yourself. So 
keep that perception of yourself so high that other people's thoughts and opinions literally carry no weight at all. And that is easier said than done. I know that. But it's a level that we're all trying to attain. That is goddess energy at its finest. And finally, the last puzzle piece in the puzzle of your inner peace (laughs) is habits. And you guys know the importance of habits because I pretty much talk about routine in every single Goddess Pod episode and in every conversation that I hold with anyone in real life. But for the sake of this concept and what I'm talking about today, which is your peace, I want to talk about habits from a much broader standpoint. This isn't necessarily about your exact morning or night routine. This is more about an internal sense of discipline with your thinking patterns and mentality, if that makes sense. So let me give you an example, and I think this one is going to be relatable to a lot of people, unfortunately, but you know, let's just say you have a specific person that you have a crush on, or maybe it's even your significant other, okay? And I say this with a lot of love because I'm not judging you, I have been in this exact boat I'm about to describe a few years ago, but I know y'all are looking at who viewed your story, looking for that one specific name. You're going on, you know, Instagram and looking at exactly who this person is following, who's liking their pictures, whose pictures are they liking, what are their liked tweets, what are the hints, what are the messages they're trying to send to me. No, that is a bad habit. That is bad for you and it is costing you your peace. I need you to understand that and I need you to have enough discipline to get yourself out of habits like that. Another thing I highly encourage literally everybody to do is delete Snapchat because those little streaks and private stories and all that stuff, when I tell you after a breakup, I know a lot of people's vices are like alcohol or drugs or self-sabotage. Mine is Snapchat. And that is because I will start oversharing on like my private story and all this stuff and documenting my life. Pure Gemini tendencies to vlog everything I'm doing even though nobody cares. Yeah, I was doing that like constant, constantly, every single day, 10 stories. It was embarrassing. But I was getting into a habit of feeling the need to share my personal life with everyone else because I, I just wanted someone to care. And I do want to say it is normal for all of us to have bad habits and things that we could change and things that, you know, we really shouldn't be doing, but we still are. Nobody is perfect, but I do encourage everyone to just spend a couple of moments reflecting on the actions while you're doing them because truly all it takes is that first step of awareness And being like, oh, maybe this is a little bit more problematic or a little bit less conducive with my lifestyle and my goals than I thought it was. And I think especially with social media, I guess I'm making social media the focus of this segment and this puzzle piece because I really do think that it has a bigger hold on a lot of us than we think. And I am very guilty of this. For me, it's not the typical platforms. Like I don't really 
feel like Instagram and TikTok and Twitter are toxic places for me, but I do feel like Snapchat can be a really toxic place for me, you know? So really evaluate your social media situation and take some real steps because I'm telling you, it will make you feel lighter. I'm not saying you need to fall off the face of the planet and delete all of your apps, but at least think about, you know, are there people that I'm communicating with on here or are there people that I'm following on here? Is any of this material impacting me in a negative way? And if the answer is yes, even if it's not a clear yes that jumps out at you, but if the answer is a yes to some extent, then you need to start monitoring that content and those people and those followers and those social media habits because it is so important for your inner peace at this point in time. So there you have it, three puzzle pieces that you can put together to solve the puzzle of your piece. That is such a weird sentence and I hope it makes sense and you guys like it the way that I like it because when I came up with it, you don't even understand. I was like, yes, this is exactly the metaphor that I needed for this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. But before I go, um, one final tidbit of advice, block your ex. Block your ex. Stop stalking your ex for one, two, block them and leave them that way. Enough of this blocking, unblocking, following, unfollowing. No, it's done. It's over. It's dead. Move on. I love you. Move on. You're better than that. It's embarrassing. As always, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. I truly appreciate you spending this time with me today, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys next week. Be sure that you're following us on Instagram at the Goddess Pod and my personal account on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much everything is Kavi Kiwi. So I need you guys to make sure that you're following us on all of those platforms because you don't want to miss any updates, visuals, and I may or may not be doing a really cool Goddess Pod giveaway in the next few weeks here. So make sure that you are in the loop with all of that. I love you so much and I will see you next